Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Brooklyn to the world. We're back for yet another week. Episode number. What are we up to? Beat? I don't. I'm totally can't. Seventy-four point three two. Say in Italian. Settanta quattro. Settanta Wow. Up to seventy-four. Yep. Almost three quarters of the way to hundred. Boom. Boom. A lot of people didn't think we get past the first couple of shows on this podcast, but thanks to our loyal listeners, I would agree it. with them. <laughs> they keep them, you know, even though they're dying to get us off the air. We're the furthest from the <laughs> furthest thing from progressives that you can think of, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted, right. I wanted to walk in as soon as I got here and just grab Seth's pussy. <laughs> I wanted you to too, Pete. I wanted you to. You know, come yeah. on, no, all Yusef guys, relax. <laughs> no, nah, we're Yusefing all over the nah, place. I'm a Trump dude, bro. That's what I do. What's wrong with yeah. you? I walk up and just grab you by your snatch, bitch. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you know, you want to hear something funny though? So, I mean, obviously, you know, we everyone heard what Trump said and this and that. So they're asking people. Now they ask LeBron James, and he goes, nah, "I don't know what he's talking about. That ain't no locker room talk like we have. We talk about stuff that happened, you know, last night." Oh really, buddy? Oh, I'm sure you never heard that Gilbert Arenas had a, a gun in his uh, in his locker room and in his, in his locker because he was gambling with teammates and up upwards of the amounts of like twenty to thirty grand. That when the guy wanted the money, he said he was going to shoot him. No, that stuff doesn't happen in the NBA locker room. So it's all it's all peaches and cream, like one twelve. What about the NFL? Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk like that in our locker room yet. But your your teammate actually sexually abused or assaulted <laughs> women, beat up women, and whatever else. My thing, my my thing is this: because as as all these athletes jumping on this and 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 doing the jump on the Hillary train, you listen, it's a free country. You can vote for whoever you want, and that's part of what makes America so great. You Just know? don't you be can, a low life. No, no. Here's the thing, though. I'm, I'm, it's actually a lot deeper than this because I'm I'm about to get into it in a second here. Uh-oh. It's about the fact that okay. As athletes, we all have a limited lifespan. We all have a short window to make our money. You know, we all enjoy a certain amount of years in that highest tax bracket, but then those years end. And now all of us make LeBron James money where, you know, you're going to make so much money that at the end of the day, no matter how many taxes you pay, you're still going to pretty much be okay, you know? So all these athletes, and a lot of them end up going broke even under the current tax system. You know, the, even under the, the old tax system, you know, taxes are always going up. You know, so even the old tax system, they were even less than they are now. Yet a lot of athletes go broke, you know, a lot of boxers especially. They go broke. You know, they're not able to save the amount of money they want to. Maybe it's their lifestyle, their taxes, whatever it is, you know. Highest tax bracket has always paid the most. But it's the, the thing about the, having Democrats in office is that percentage keeps rising. It keeps getting higher and higher. Here's the thing about a person with a regular job that makes that highest tax bracket and an athlete that makes the highest tax bracket. An athlete's window is very small. An athlete's window is very short. So at day's end, you only enjoy a certain amount of years making that kind of money. And odds are you will not make that kind of money again for the rest of your life. 
So you want to try to put money aside for the rest of your life if you have any kind of brains or intelligence. You want to try not to burn all the money uh, having fun if you have any kind of brains or intelligence. Being in the highest tax bracket and having that tax bracket continue to rise in percentage of the taxes you will pay only eliminates your ability to save, put, take that extra bit of money and put it aside for your future. So it does. So it does. So you have broke athletes now, you have broke athletes of the past. You're going to have more broke athletes in the future because the highest tax bracket when this, when this fucking girl wins is going to go up. So when you are, and here's the thing, because everybody's on the Hillary train, all these athletes, they're fucking mental midgets, or these fucking uh, boxers. Anybody who's for Hillary Clinton, listen, you have every country. You can do whatever you want. But as an athlete, just remember, five, ten years after you retire, when you're dead broke, remember how much more money you could have had in your pocket if, if a Republican was in office and you weren't paying as much taxes. You could have had more money because when you pay taxes at a high, high percentage, it's less money for yourself, okay? It's less money for you to invest, it's less money for you to save, and even your investments. She's probably going to eliminate that, that, that tax deduction that Trump used for blown investments. So, because not all your investments will do good, but odds are if you're an athlete under a limited life support, lifespan window, you can also try to take some money and invest it so that in the future you have some income coming in from other investments. And not all, those, all, those, all those investments will work. But thanks to the deduction that Donald Trump was able to use, by the way, you'll be able to have that deduction on your salary and not be able to get killed on a blown investment. You also have to be careful more with that because odds are Hillary Clinton will probably eliminate that as well, seeing that it became the talk of the election. So as an athlete, if you follow what I'm saying, you're going to have less deductions. You're going to have a higher percentage of taxes paid. You're going to have to do your best to save when it's a lot more difficult to save for your future. And homie, when you're broke in 10 years and you're crying, I can't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. I can't feel bad for you because I'm hearing how all these athletes are talking today. You know, all these athletes are talking today. They're talking like fucking idiots. And, hey, it's a free country. You want to talk like a fucking idiot? Go ahead. You want to jump all over this? Go ahead. You know? But at the end of the day, taxes are a big deal in America, a huge deal in America. And you're going to have to pay them. If you don't pay them, you get punished. So either way, at the end of the day, when you can't save, when you're taking that big check home and, and you want to set some extra money aside for your future and you've got to pay so much in taxes, that now you don't you can't set aside as much as you would like, and your your lifespan as an athlete is not guaranteed, especially for a fighter, especially for like an NFL player. You know, like I want to see where you're going. I want to see I want to see how I want to see how good that Hillary that Hillary, that vote for Hillary that check mark for Hillary Clinton is, and when you went to vote on election day, I want to see how it's treating you. I want to know how it's treating you five ten years from now. I want to know where you're at when when you can't save the money that you should have been saving that you could have been saving if a Republican was in office. It's a good point. And, you know, we've talked about this on the show. At the end of the day, we care about protecting the country and low taxes. That's what the three of us care about yeah. the most. Well, I don't know. The Trump's protecting the country point is a lot more, a lot better than Hillary's as well. I mean, Hillary's caught on, on these WikiLeaks talking about open borders and all that stuff, too. I mean, all the things that matter, Trump has their beat. Now, whether he's able to... He's able to execute on the plan that he says he is, and and what uh, and and him saying and him doing it. Obviously, you know that that can only be found out if you allow him to go into office. But that's what anybody, know, right? One thing we know about Hillary Clinton is she's a liar. You're going to tell me Trump's a liar? I don't. No, you know what? Here's why you know Trump's not as much of a liar as Hillary Clinton because he could give a fuck about offending people. He offends people in what he says because he's going to tell it to you the way he's going to do it. And if you get offended, tough shit. So how are you going to tell me that Trump's as much of a liar as Clinton? Is? Then the day all these people are liars to a degree. How much? How how are you going to actually have the balls? You 
and, and, and have a lack of street smarts to that degree to not be able to read somebody as much as you, these people cannot read the difference between Trump and Clinton. The fact that Trump offends people and doesn't care if he offends you because he has his plan and that's it and that's the bottom line. What if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That alone tells you he's more willing to tell the truth than Clinton. There's Clinton, honesty in that behavior. Clinton changes what she says from one one speaking event to another, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. He talks about the, the coal miners and that she's going to put them out of business. Then when she's in front of the coal miners, she's going to say, no, you know what, we're going to get you all the jobs. We're going to figure out a way. Then yesterday when she's in Florida with Al Gore, she's back to eliminating coal again. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, the bitch just lies just turns, depending on the crowd she has in front of her, she says what they want to hear. I mean, Trump could care less what you want to hear. He just, he says it. If you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's the bottom line. But anyway, we're going to try to keep this boxing. And the bottom line is here with the boxing situation is just like all athletes, your, your, your window is very small. You're going to make money in the highest tax bracket for a certain amount of years. I'm actually one of the fortunate ones. I have a TV job, you know, so I'll be able to sit back and regardless, I'll be able to take Hillary Clinton's tax hits. You know, at day's end, it forces me to change my lifestyle, you know. I feel like if, if Donald Trump was in office, well, less, less of a tax percentage. I was just actually talking to you, Pete, about this the other day. With Trump's tax percentages, I could try to continue to expand my brand and using my money as best I could. But under the, on the Hillary Clinton's tax plan, I probably will not be able to expand. I will have to just pull back and protect what I already own. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I own enough and I have enough that, you know, if, if, if I'm not careful, I could blow it. If I'm not, uh, I could blow my investments if I'm not careful under, under the higher cost bracket, you know, because it's less money for me to dedicate to some of the, some of the things I have invested because it's more money I have to pay in taxes. You know, so, so I'll be okay either way. I just have to switch my, switch up my position. There's people that aren't going to be okay, bro. And like I said, these athletes that are sitting here talking, we didn't talk about... First of all, they all talk like this in the locker room. I don't give a shit what you tell me. You can sit there and lie to me if you want. Like yesterday, they had Andrew Shue on, uh, on CNN, the former MLS soccer player. He, and uh, he was also on Melrose Place. Um, uh, his, his sister was also on like 90210, right? What was his name? Karate uh, Kid. Uh, Elizabeth no, Shue. Oh, Elizabeth Shue, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he's sitting there telling me, yeah, yeah, exactly. The Karate Kid, she was in a bunch of 80s movies. She, won, she won an Oscar for uh, Leaving Las Vegas as well with Nicolas Cage. She was in Back to the Future, one very famous actress. Anyway, her brother was on Melrose Place, and he was an MLS soccer player as well. So they had him on CNN yesterday because since he's been in locker rooms. And he's like, no, we didn't talk like that in locker rooms. We're respectful. Like, he gave me the total opposite of any locker room to the point where even the host, the female host on CNN is like, you're not just playing this up, right? I mean, this is actually the way it was. And he's like, no, we, we, that's not how we talk in the locker rooms. All right, bro, two things. You're either outright lying to, to, the, to her and to the, your entire audience, you're either outright lying, or you weren't getting laid until you started doing Melrose Place after your soccer career. One or the other is happening to you, buddy. You're either outright lying, or you were, or you were still a virgin throughout your whole soccer career. Because <laughs> if if you if those were your locker room conversations, I don't know what locker rooms you were in, bro. I thought uh, I thought Billy Bush came off worse than Trump. Actually, he was egging him on. He like telling the girl to hug him. He's kind of a douche. Yeah. But we, it's not even that. It's not even that it's because you know it, again when you're talking about guys, you, you're gonna exaggerate a little bit. You're gonna talk. Here's the thing about here's another thing I actually want to get because now we're we're on this subject. Here's another thing I want to get into. You know. When it comes to, oh, I have daughters, oh, I have a wife at home, here's the thing, okay, because women treat guys who are powerful and rich 
with money a little bit differently. And even I, my, I myself to a degree have seen that in my own life, let alone I'm sh- guys who are on a much higher level than me. I can't imagine how much they see, okay? When you're walking up to a chick from 20 feet, 30 feet away, and she's up, she's your approach, and you're confident, you know, she knows you're a big shot, her body language will tell you all you need to know. Her first words will tell you all you need to know. Your first words, the way she reacts to them, will tell her you all you need to know. If you know you've got a pig in front of you, a girl that's just looking to get fucked because she's a groupie, you're going to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more raunchy right off the jump. But if her body language is telling you something different, you're going to read body language. That's part of being a guy. If her body language is telling you something different, if her first words are telling you something different, you're not even going to go there, bro. You're not even going to go there because you're going to know this woman is to be respected. She demands respect. And if I want to get anywhere with this chick, I'm going to have to come correct. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know what I mean? I mean we, me, me and Pete have gone out our whole life before Pete was married and in and, and, and a relationship. You know, using all kinds of pickup lines, all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? And to a degree, yeah, if you have daughters and, or if you're married, that's not what should offend you. What should offend you is if you raise pigs, bro. Because like, if you raise a daughter that's going to fall for that, then it's your problem, bro. Because there are women and there are sluts. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, just like there's solid guys and there's fucking players and guys who get around. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's, you're not going to throw the entire batch of women into one group, bro. And just because a, a, a girl was a slut and, and she's going to be talked about as a slut, now you're degrading women. I'm sorry. That's just not the world we live in. Well, how many times how many times after or at a club or after a club or after one of your fights i I've, I've felt out the girl and been like yo get rid of one that you know is not a sure thing because i got one for you you know what i mean like yeah, it's just you yeah, know like it, the girl that i'm talking about isn't looking to marry you by any means she just wants to blow you and, and just say yeah. she did you know yeah, yeah, of course. And yeah, of course. And then there's ones that are going to make you work a little harder for right. them. You're going to have to come collect and get respect and, and come with respect. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, here's the thing. How many sexual assault cases does Donald Trump really have against him? You know what I mean? Like, oh, please. Because he also goes up to the woman knowing, listen, the girl demands respect. She's going to demand respect. It's so funny because in that same video, what nobody talks about is the fact that he's talking about getting dissed as well. He's joking about the fact that that girl dissed him. Right. That girl didn't want she right. didn't want any of it. She didn't. She didn't. She, he, he tried. He tried. Yeah. He tried as much as he could, but she wasn't hearing it. She wasn't having it. She, you know what? She's a woman that demanded respect. She's a woman that demanded he come correct. He didn't go up to her and grab her quote unquote. He grabbed her pussy. Or he didn't go up to her and say, hey, "You want to suck my dick, don't you?" He didn't go up to her because her body language it 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 it, it displayed uh, a come at me correct, come at me respect kind of attitude. And so knowing that, Trump knew he couldn't do it. Again, this whole thing about, oh, he goes up and grabs by the pussy, that's sexual assault. No, it's not. Like, I don't understand. Like, do they not make men the way they used to anymore? I don't understand. They don't. Nobody, nobody's going up to girls and just grabbing their tits or grabbing their pussies. Right. It's, it's all there's talk. Like, yeah. like, it's not just talk. You get it. There was women that literally I knew within a second that I met them they were going to suck my dick, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just the way they are, bro. And you can be a little bit more uh, reckless in your talking manner, in your body language, and even your hand mannerisms, uh, touchy-feely, a little bit more with those kind of women because they're giving you that kind of that kind of, of, of uh, body language. You know what I'm saying? That, that kind of tone, that kind of everything. Bro, this is... This is this is guy guy girl relationships. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the, the guy girl dilemma at the end of the day, bro. You know what I mean, can you imagine? People can, are not going to get it though. They're not going to get it. 
yourself and you come correct. You actually come correct to some women. And again, this happens to all of us too. You come correct. You're like, oh, this girl demands respect. I'm going to come at her with respect. I'm going to come at her with a funny line. But I'm going to come at her with... And she'll still tell me to go fuck myself, bro. That happens too. And if that has to happen to you and you're a guy, then you're lying. You know what I'm saying? Because we've experienced the entire pendulum of things from one thing, one end to the other, okay? This is not sexual assault talking here because he's not talking about going to a girl who commands respect and doing that. He's talking about, if he's, do, if he's ever done it at all, if he's not embellishing, he's talking about you're in the moment, she's in the moment, and you know right away you're going to end up taking her home. You just know right away. You just know the kind of chick she is, okay? And now, now, now to me, degrading women is putting all women into that batch where right. you, have to re- you, have to, you have to talk about swats the same way you talk about solid women. To me, that's the, that's the real degrading women because even solid women should be offended at the fact that they get grouped with the same kind of thing in the same kind of uh, group as, as the girls that, that, you, that a guy knows he's going to take home within a minute that he's talking to them. Just because you have a, a twat or a pussy between your legs doesn't make you the same kind of human being, bro. You know what I mean, there's different kind of women just like there's different kind of men. You know what right, I'm look, like, at, look at my example. This, this world is so sensitive now. Imagine mm-hmm. how many people I would have offended 10 years ago when I was drunk and taking my cock out in, in hotel rooms and shit. And now, no. and now I move forward, I meet my wife or someone who demanded respect, and I, I treated her that way, and it was a totally Ooh. different lifestyle. But, bro, that's the thing. I mean, bro, I can remember one time we were out. We were out. And I remember one of the one of the things we used to do. We used to just talk to everybody, right? So especially Peter. All our listeners. I mean, Peter's pickup line literally was "slop, get over here," and he'd point to a girl and be like, "Get over here, you fucking slop, get over here." <laughs> and like sometimes it would work, sometimes it wasn't, sometimes it didn't work. I mean, but it was just funny at the time. You know, you're in the club, you're drinking, you're having fun, you're young guys. I remember my manager actually telling us one time, Lee, we were out with him, and he goes, "Peter, I got to be honest with you. I, I I I don't know what kind of pickup line that is." He goes, "I I never I never seen." That line worked for anybody. Just calling a girl, you never met a slob, and then telling her to get, get your ass over here with your finger, and it's going to work. <clears throat> Let Bro, me show you. <laughs> literally 10 minutes later, we're walking outside the club in the rain. Two hot girls are walking around. He fucking pointed. They had an umbrella. I remember it was raining. He points to, he points to them because girls also know a boss that your body language is everything. Not to say this is going to work every time, obviously, because most of the time it didn't. i got to be honest. Yeah. He fucking just spoke coincidentally. Goes, points to him. He goes, slob. Get over here, you fucking slob, animal. Get over here. And she literally came over there smiling. She literally <laughs> came over to us smiling, her and her friend. Unbelievable. Because, okay, uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me you're going to group. And my manager was just dumbfounded. Anthony was just dumbfounded. He was like, wow. Uh, I said, Aunt, now you've seen it. you never seen it? Well, it's the first time for everything. <laughs> so don't tell me all this. Don't give me this whole sensitive bullshit. The woman demands respect. And if the woman, if you raise the woman... If, I, I, one thing I've, I really haven't been able to stand in all this is the people that say, oh, I have daughters. Bro, if you raise a woman for your daughter, you have nothing to worry about. Because this kind of thing will never happen to her. You said to my daughter, she'll kick you in the face. Yeah, I have a daughter, say, too. What does that mean? She'll kick you in the face. You're going to know you can't talk to her before you even open your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the body language. It's the way she carries herself as a solid woman. That's everything, bro. You know right. I mean? If my daughter carries herself the way some of these clubs, uh, slobs and clubs do, then I, you know, it's fair game. You want to be like, well, that's what yeah. you're going to get. You're not going to get a respectable man who's going to come up to yeah. you and, and, and treat you with respect. Well, yeah, I like thing, a hooah. And this is probably the reason we never get sponsors for our show anymore. And it's a rather reason we, we, can, we make jokes about the fact that we don't really make much money from the show and all this stuff, but we still love our listeners and we still have fun doing the show. And, you know, if we were like, 
pro-liberal. We, we, get, we get a good amount of listeners. We're, in, we're in the, among the highest-rated podcasts on this network, you know? So, so you know, it, it's not... But, you know, maybe if we were a little bit more liberal. But, you know, I'm not going to sell out, bro. I'm not going to sell out. I know the world I come from, and I know who I am, okay? Paulie, I know I'm not a... Paulie. Pete's telling me you should sell out. He's like telling me he's mouthing to me. He's like, please sell out. Please sell out. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is this is this is who we are, bro. At the end of the day, like this is the world we come from, and it doesn't mean you disrespect women or you disrespect a certain kind of person or so. Listen, bro, you're gonna call it. Who you, I always say, Martin Luther King said back in the day, judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Nice. That doesn't just apply in comparison to the color of their skin. Content of you can judge people by the content of their character when it comes to gender, when it comes to race, when it comes to anything. Content of character is everything. It's everything. So the content of a woman's character is everything. If she's a dirt, if she's a fucking dirt groupie, then she's gonna get treated as a dirt groupie, bro. And it doesn't matter. She wants to be. Tell me, huh? She wants to be too. That's what she's there for. Fucking loves it. Part of being. Part of being sexually open and, and, and having uh, no sex discrimination, no gender discrimination is if a girl wants to be a slut, and she wants to be a slut, and hey, that's her prerogative, and it's free. She's going to be treated as such, she's going to be respected or, or disrespected as such as well. Like I'm Robert like, De Niro said and analyzed that, the little sansits, it's good for them. They yeah. love it, it's good for them. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You know, and it goes to show you uh, the content of character or anything, even in, even in when come dealing with race issues, the content of your character is everything. If you're going to sit here and make an excuse over racism every single time something goes wrong for you, then you, for me, you have, a, you, you have a weak character. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I understand there's racism in the world, and I'm not saying there isn't. And I understand that sometimes things don't go right for everyone, not just uh, people of a certain color. People, believe me, even I feel I've been race discriminated at times. You know what I mean? I'm white. You know what I'm saying? So, but whatever. It's part of life. You move on, and you try to you try to stay with it, and you try to stay on the right path. At day's end, though, you know the content of your character says it all. Doesn't matter, no matter what race you are, doesn't matter what gender you are, if you are a strong character person, the content of your character is everything, and it'll get you through this very difficult life that it's so hard to navigate through sometimes, you know? And that's fine. Absolutely. But people don't have that anymore. That's my problem. This liberal. This liberal too many excuses world, out there. This liberal world. Like, liberals are like, they're like animals, bro. Like, if you don't agree with them, right away you're a sexist and you're a racist and you're a bigot and all that. Right away. Right away. If you don't agree with a liberal, there is all kinds of name calling, like, like, but like, not even like regular name calling. There's like really insulting things, like, like they make they make you think like, you, oh, you're racist and you're a bigot and you're you're a sexist and all this right away. I mean, because in liberals in their mind, they have the they have the solution to all the world's problems. You know, that's social issues in their mind, social issues are all the world's problems, not the real problems, not taxes, not national security, not, not ISIS. Not, not ISIS, not, not any of that. You know, just liberals all world Russia. problems. Gotta, Pe- people's yeah, feelings. Hey, I got a tweet from somebody saying, oh, you know what? The, the, the most of the terrorist acts in the U.S. are, are from white guys, not, 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 not uh, ISIS. Most of the terrorist acts? Bro, I don't, I don't know about you. I, I know there's been some crazy white guys in the last 20 years. I mean, starting with the Oklahoma City bombing and, uh, you know, all the way to the movie theater bombing and, and I mean, all the movie theater uh, shooting and, and uh, the campuses and these malls and stuff. I, I totally get it. I, but in reality, I mean, don't tell me there's more than religious-based terrorism, okay? That's in, just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. 9-11, there's been thousands, thousands 
of terrorist acts carried out by ISIS. They don't tell me that more white people cause terrorism than, than religion-based terrorism. Religion-based terrorism is everything. It's, 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 it's the most profound kind of terrorism. Because it actually has a point. You, you get your crazy guy once in a while, I'm not that right. It's definitely wrong. I mean, the, the, you got to be a real piece of shit to just go around shooting people for no reason. Well, that's the mental people, illness part. Yeah. Forget about mental. I don't, get, I don't make excuses even for mental illness, bro. If, 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 if you raise a nut job, it's, it's on you. It's, it's on the nut job. But it's a big problem okay? in this country, though. It's a big problem. Yeah, it is a problem in this country. But another big problem is the fact that if you're going to allow open borders for Hillary Clinton and allow more of this to come here, this, 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 this religion-based terrorism, there's no. actually a point to it. But Paulie, she it's said she's going to she's going to you know look into everyone that comes in. She's going to take care of yeah. it. It's going to be okay. Yeah, well, she's going to wait for you at the border and yeah. investigate everything. <laughs> Apparently, like the fact that people even believe it is retarded. Because, like I said, forget that. Forget that. Even the WikiLeaks emails talk about how she's talking about open borders, bro. She's actually going to make it so easy for everyone to get in. It's going to be sick. It's going to actually be sick. You know. Yep. She wants to increase the Syrian refugees by 550%. That's insane. Yeah. Why? Why? And for what reason? Yeah. There, they've already proven to be they're very what dangerous. About, what about, yeah, well, there's people getting arrested in Germany that were refugees and all kinds of stuff and doing all that. I mean, that was, this, there's, there's a lot of shit going down. There was, I just got on Twitter today, there was a feed that a Norwegian father raped his uh, Norwegian Muslim father raped his daughter because she was getting too westernized. Wow, that's like, a good, that's that's a good reason. Like that's <clears throat> that's that's wild. Like you getting too westernized, I, even if you thought were beaten for me, okay, you know what? If that's you're not under the laws of your household, where did where did rape come into your mind? <laughs> yeah, that's. Like, insane. I'm sorry, it's not like, funny, but it's so like, crazy. You know what? No, it's funny. she's not listening. I'm gonna rape her. Like, what is? Where do you put two and two together? Where does he? Where, where? How does raping come into play? Well, you know he, what I'm saying like I don't. I don't Paul, he doesn't I look at it as raping. He looks at it as like he's fucking the westernness out of her. That's right. what he's doing. It's, it's disappointing her, I guess. But honestly, yes. you know, the problem is now, you know, you got to put this poor girl who's scarred for life, really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of like the one that Hillary Clinton got off when she was 12. Yeah, there was, there was a, a couple of things in Germany. One of the refugees threw his wife off the balcony and killed her. Then he was playing with his son in the next next room like it was nothing. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, uh, again... There are radicals among the refugees, and, I'm, and most of the refugees, unfortunately, you know, for them, are probably normal. But again, you you you're, you're, if you can't just have open borders, and and you and Hillary Clinton promising she's going to investigate everybody who's going to come in, yet yet privately in a private server, she's talking about emails that her wishes to have open borders. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, these are the real issues. To me, this is the real issue. And of course, like I said, taxes. Well, taxes is funny. Taxes is funny enough, as I said before. Athletes have the biggest issue with taxes because athletes, unlike guys who have become lawyers and doctors who have so solidified careers for years and years and years, will make those kind of paychecks for years and years and years, and you know they can afford to take those kind of hits. Athletes are not making those kind of checks for years and years and years. And as I said before, not everybody makes a LeBron James money where you just can't run out of money even if you tried. You know, these guys, you know, who make regular amount of good money. But at the end of the day, they have to make an effort to conserve some money, save some money, invest some money properly so that they can live okay after they retire from their athletic careers. Raising the ta highest tax bracket will kill that ability. Will, will kill that ability even more than they already have trouble doing it. You know, because if you notice, American fighters, uh, we're going to use boxing as the example because boxing is you know, obviously the thing we talk about here. But if you notice, American fighters even ex-champions probably go broke more than other ex-champions from other countries because other ex-champions from other countries, you know, their countries take care of them. They look out for them. Here, 
we get treated just like any other job that makes that kind of money. So there's no special breaks for a fighter who makes money in the highest tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? He's going to pay the highest tax bracket a percentage. You know, so it's already gone up since Obama came to the office from when, uh, from, from when Bush was in office. It went up. Hillary Clinton's going to continue to raise it again. So it's just going to continue to be that much more difficult for a guy with a shortened, shortened career at that kind of money to set aside money to save for his future. It's just, just going to make it that much more difficult. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying all these athletes make me laugh. They're like the, the athletes of the generation, they make me laugh because they're going to lose in the end. I, I'll be sitting back watching because I got options here. You know, I, I can move to Italy. I can, I can, I, I sit back and 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 get I have commentating gig with Showtime or, or and whoever I want to work with. I pretty much have my pick of the litter, but I, I love my Showtime guys. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I'm going to be okay. But I, I'm going to sit back. Well, I can't say I'm going to be laughing, but I'm going to I'm going to be saying like I told you so. I hate to say it, but I told you so. Here's the thing. Here's my problem. What, if, if, if and when there are more terrorists out here and, and Hillary Clinton still, you, you, gotta, you gotta put it like this. You gotta die in a terrorist act. If you die in a terrorist act, the moment you are dying, understand this. Hillary Clinton will refuse to call what's happening to you in that moment a terrorist act for at least about 48 or 72 hours. She won't even get to the bottom of it for about three days because she, she doesn't want to offend anyone. That's okay? right. Think about, like that. Think about it that way. In those moments, if you end up in a terrorist act and you're going to die, just remember to tell yourself that it's going to take about three days for this bitch to even acknowledge the fact that it was terrorism. And you know what? You just remind me, you just remind me of when she, she was, uh, during the debate, she was Which taking... Which to me is offensive to the victims more than anything else. Of course. She was taking credit for like helping rebuild uh, New York after 9-11. I mean, yeah. you heard that? I yeah. was like, this bitch has got some there, nerve. She was down there every day. She was, well, the people that were down there every day are already dead, bro. The people yeah. that were down there every day died of all kinds of lung diseases and everything. But I went down there two weeks after. I went out, no, I went out down, down there a week after, I remember. I went there with the friends. I got out, bro, the stench in the air. And then by 9-11, by the, by the disaster, I went down there a week after. You know, I, I, you could smell it in Brooklyn where I, was, where I was from already. But when I got actually to the place, to, 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 the low, to downtown and to Battery Park over there, by, by where the actual terrorist act had happened, I got out the train station. The stench in the air was unbearable. God only knows what was in the air, burning and what was burning and what had to, what had happened. There was still fires going on, by the way, little fires. Like God only knows what was in the air. That it, it literally killed people that were at that cleanup every day. People, those people all died. All you know people, if you were at cleanup every single day, you died already. Oh, boy, you know how much asbestos was there? You know what else she said? She said and she got. She knows what she was there every day. You gotta be a special kind of dirtbag to lie about things like that. What about when she was talking about she got off the plane and in, in Bosnia? And she had to go under, under the cover of gunfire. And, like, she had to, like, duck in. And, and she said it in, like, a bunch of different speeches. I saw a video. She's saying it in, like, several different speeches. And then you see the video. She's coming out. She's shaking right. hands. Then she's shaking hands with the military. Guys, like, guys, even worse, she said... She said she got a health insurance for the volunteers. There's a movie made about the fact that they, these people did not get health insurance that were volunteering down at 9-11. She totally blatantly lied about that. And then she talks about the common man. That she felt she's all for the common man. Like those, those people are all dead. Their families didn't even get money, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like The people in the cleanup, there's still situations where they're still fighting for their money. The people that caught clean up 9-11 that died, like, that's crazy, bro. That's, that's, just, that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. She was a New York State president. You know what I mean? New York State was saying, no, no, it's not a direct correlation. How is it not a direct correlation if people are all dying from lung diseases, all kinds of diseases in their lungs? You know what I mean? Just 
ruthless. You gotta be ruthless. A ruthless animal, bro. I ain't talking about truth. I'm talking about grabbing pussies, bro. You know what I mean? That again, if he, if he had a sexual assault case against him, I at least say, okay, you know what? You did it to the wrong chick. You know what I mean? But unbelievable, bro. Um, you can't say you can't say anything anymore without people getting getting offended. Like I said, liberals, God forbid, you disagree with them. You're every kind of of, of sexist, racist bigot you can be. Right? You know no one's a, no one's a, no one's offended by uh, slick no willies. No one just knows more than them. It, yeah. it, it, they can't just. You know, it, it never crossed their mind that they're actually, they're actually wrong. You know what I'm but, saying? You know, just, no yeah. one ever brings up, you know, when Slick Willie was in the White House impregnating prostitutes and raping mm -hmm. women. He impregnated a prostitute? Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. He has an illegitimate kid. You know that? He has an illegitimate son. Come on. The kid's mixed. It was Pro a, a proven. A, a, yeah, mixed yeah. race. He's a mixed race son. A yes. black prostitute from Arkansas. Just yeah. type in Bill Clinton's son. It'll come right up. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, no one wants that. to talk about that. Does he actually support oh, no, the kid? Well, you won't get that news on CNN, that's for sure. Well, what they said he was... I don't even know. And the he looks a lot like Bill, too. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a black Bill. A black Bill. Oh, there he is. They used to send envelopes once a month to the house, and then when it got yeah, to a certain point, like he wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. And like they received threats that, you know, to, to leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton was behind all the threats. You know, all those oh, forget it. Bill Clinton's son that. tells Hillary, "Step aside." No, nah, no, nah, bro, it's 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 animalistic, bro. They they I watched I was I was home yesterday and I was just on the news. All day they talked about the video. All day, C compared to what you could talk about Hillary, you got a thousand things you could destroy Hillary's reputation on. All day. Yeah, no one about, no one talks about, talk about no one talks about the woman the woman that took the the rap for Hillary. She wouldn't say anything, and then while she was in prison, Bill Clinton pardoned her as president. No one, no one talks about those things. The rap for what? Get into more detail. The uh, emails, um, collecting money for the, for the Clinton Foundation. So many things. This was when she was first lady. This goes way back. Mm -hmm. It's way not proven back. as his son yet. He wants he wants to prove it. Is it was not he wants yet. to prove it? He's yeah. been paying for the kid for years. I'm sure he has. Please, there's no DNA. Yeah, so, so get get the DNA test. They, he can't. He's been trying it. The kid yeah, has been trying, not yeah, Bill. The that's kid. Part, that's part of their. That's part of their corrupt system. That these liberal, liberal white sheep. You can just go, you can just herd them to whichever direction you want, as long as you're a liberal democratic uh, politician. Well, liberal white sheep for you. You know, so like like just because they didn't find anything, any the the, the trial didn't find anything wrong in the Benghazi Gazi situation. She's innocent of Benghazi. Not that everything was corrupt in her favor. It's that she was found innocent. Right. So no, no wrongdoing. Oh, okay. So you can, because you're like liberal, you're like a herd of sheep, you liberals. You know, you'll believe everything you, they tell you. Of course you will. You right. Know, not, not I, totally I can't believe no one's grabbed this story. I can't believe that. What? Of this whole story about the sun, story. I had no idea. I think we can grab that story. Bro, bro if, if Donald Trump had an, an, an illegitimate. Oh, my God. Of his, they would be talking about it, let alone a real son. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you say, What? If he had ever given up his dog, they would be all over the news. <laughs> Let alone his real son, you know. This is crazy. That's crazy. So what else did you guys? Th what else did you guys think about the debate? I, I thought uh, Trump I thought performed he better. Her. Yeah, I thought he performed way better than the I first thought, time. Here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty realist. I'm pretty real real when it comes to the debates. I mean, the first debate, I I, I was. I was very skeptical. It ended, and I remember thinking, ah, you know what? I think Hillary got the better of him, man. I got to be honest. You know, I was a little disappointed. I was like, I, you know, he made some decent points, but I got to say Hillary got the better of it. Well, I didn't think you could make a case for Hillary in the second debate. She got the shit beat out of her yeah. in the second debate. Like, like, like if it was a 12-round fight, like, 
she was knocked down like four times on the way to the, the distance. She barely made the last battle. Like, she got the shit beat out of her. Like, the, like, like I said, bro, liberals are never wrong, bro. Liberals are never wrong. It's, it's, the fact that you can watch that debate and not think it was probably the most one-sided debate you've ever seen in your life, as Hannity called Hannity, he literally called the one most one-sided debate he ever watched in his life. Like, it's, it's the most one-sided debate I've ever watched in my life, but I've watched less debates than Hannity for sure. But, but you know, it's definitely the most one-sided debate I've ever watched. I mean, he beat the shit out of her. If there was a fight, he beat the fuck out of her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that, that, that was, that was like, you couldn't even make a case for it. But, but there's people on social media, like, arguing with me over it. Like, all right, bro, if you saw it that way, go ahead, God bless. You know, so like, like I, said, I was totally willing to say when after the first debate, I said, you know, I, I was, I was not convinced of, of Trump's performance, you know, but I call it spade a spade. And the second one, it beat the shit out of her. It wasn't even close. To the point where they had to make like he was bullying her, he was doing this, he was doing that. Like, right. I actually answered one of the one of the bullying tweets that said, "What about when Democrat Al Gore tried to bully George Bush in 2000?" And you can look that up yeah. on, on YouTube. You <laughs> showed that to me. Reasons. That was great. Yeah. Oh, by the oh, way, Gore looks like shit. By the way, he looks like a mess. Yeah, I don't have anything against Al Gore. I do. He's a big fat bastard. I say it. He's fat. Yeah, I don't yeah. Have he is now. He's what? He's a big fat bastard. I said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, I think, you know, it's funny because when, when Bernie was running, I thought, man, it, Bernie's probably worse than Hillary because his tax plan is just through the roof. I mean, everybody's going to go broke with that tax plan. I mean, again, especially for athletes, I, you know, I take the athlete's perspective because I hate seeing my fellow athletes end up going broke when they're done. I, I can't stand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I'm, I'm one of the fortunate ones. I have a, a very good career in commentating, and, you know, and I have been able to make some successful investments. But of course, you know, I love the fact that I have a commentating career as well, but I look at my fellow athletes, man, and I'm just like, man, that's, that's just, that's just crazy. Like, so when I was hearing the Bernie Sanders tax plan, I'm like, yo, he's going to put a lot of guys in a, in a broke situation, bro. He's going to hurt a lot of people with this tax plan. You know, he thinks he's helping people. He's going to help some people, but he's going to hurt a lot of people, you know? So I, I always thought like, man, as long as it's not Bernie, it's all right. But at the end of the day, Bernie's just a better person. You know what I mean? Like, He's just a better person than Hillary. Sure. You know, like, Hillary's actually, like, a shitbag of a person. You know, like, like, Bernie Sanders is a good person. He means well. He just, you know, I just didn't agree with him. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I thought he was wrong on something. But even with the borders, I mean, I, I think he had a big disagreement over the borders with Hillary as well. Like, he was he was not for the open borders at all, you know? Hillary's, Hillary publicly is, uh, is, is, for, is, is not for open borders. And privately, in her emails, it was very clear she was for open borders, and that's what she, her dream it was as for her dream was to have open borders, as they said, a quarter in the email, her saying, you know. So again, like that is so dangerous. Like instead of focusing on things like that on the news, they're focusing on the Trump video, dude. That is so dangerous to have open borders right now in the way the way the world is set up and we're living in. You know, it's it's scary, man. It's really really scary. Without the media, this race wouldn't even be close. Hillary yeah. would be at like ten percent. It wouldn't, no, yeah. It's embarrassing yeah, that she's like. It's, it is embarrassing. Without the media, this would probably be like without the media with their bullshit. They're such a machine. The media is such a machine. This would probably be like like uh, the Reagan Walter Mondale the, uh, election, the Bush Senior versus Michael Dukakis election, where they would just they just blew the Democrats right out of water. This would be without the media and social and, and social media and you know in the new world of technology and and all these liberal media pushing so hard for Clinton, no matter how wrong she is, it's amazing. See, they're going to push her to win. I mean, this, this would not even be close, this election. What, do you, like, what do you guys think of um, uh, 
Trump losing his mind and attacking the GOP on Twitter. I think he just had it. I think he's, yeah. it's I, I frustrating. Think he just probably. I is a thing. I, and you tell me what you think, Pete. But I, it's my thing. I think he thought like things. He thinks like you know what? I've been doing it their way. It hasn't been working. Let me just go back to the old me. You know? Yeah, like, of course. The way I, the way I won the Republican primary, the way I, you know, the way I, I, I got here thus far. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm trying to appease them, but in the end, I'm trying to appease them as best I can, and they're against me. My, my personal opinion. I think Paul Ryan wants to run against Hillary in 2020. So, so he's trying to distance himself from Trump. Just over four years when he runs, they can't use anything he said uh, for Trump in, in four years previously. But here's the thing he doesn't realize. He's going to lose so much support in four years because the people that work for Trump are going to be totally against him, you know, because they're right. seeing the way he's behaved. Exactly. And it's going to end up, it's going to end up, you know, making Hillary get reelected again. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. In four years, I, I would roll, I would still vote for Paul Ryan over Hillary Clinton. I would vote for Tyson, your dog, over Hillary Clinton, Pete. Thank you. You know, so, I mean, I, 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 but, you know, it's, it's, I don't think his approach is, is correct. What do you think, Pete? No, no, I think, uh, listen, at the end of the day, it's it's got to be frustrating for someone like Trump who, you know, whether you like him or not, you have to you have to respect the hustle. He's in a different city, two cities a day. He's all over the place, and he's 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 preach he's fighting the good fight, and to to come off and have their you, you know they have you back one day, then they don't have you back the next day. What Senator McCain was begging for Trump's endorsement when he ran to be senator again, and then mm-hmm. as soon as he got that endorsement, now he's like, oh, I, I'm going to vote for Hillary. I, I could never. I could never support a man who speaks like this, uh, you know, and well, says they're all it's protecting their own. They're protecting their own interests. Right. Instead but of like speaking up for a man. Where's, you know, where's the loyalty in that? There is none. You know, look at Pence. Pence is just, I, I love the guy. He's just uh, solid. You know, he's solid as a rock. You know, you're not going to get him to budge. Even if he doesn't like what Trump said, he just finds a way to say it politically and, and say, you know, but they're still a team at the end of the day. You know, uh, people, people make mistakes. People say things that you might not like, you know, whether it's offensive or not. But your team should always support you. Yeah. And again, I mean, there's a difference, there's a difference between saying these things and acting on them. You know, I mean, you're, of course. you're worrying about you're worrying about Trump, the way he's talking. Bill did all the things Trump said, you know, and Bill did. And Hillary backed Bill to the point where she made these other women's lives miserable and are ruined, you know. She literally ruined it. She called Monica Lewinsky narcissistic. A narcissistic uh, looney tune. Looney tune. And, and, and then, you know, she was going to try to ruin her life, too. But Monica one-upped her. Monica had a dress that had semen on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, you couldn't, she, couldn't, she couldn't push Monica to the brink. I'm, I'm sure Monica has dealt with her, her share of, you know, of backlash because she's not even among all the women that were, were, that were showing up. Uh, on behalf of uh, Donald Trump and and the things that had happened to him. What about her words? No one no one worries about her, her words, and they're not hurtful anyone. When she says, "I would have loved to cross examine those women because I would crucify them." Yeah, of course. No, nah, nobody's gonna report that. They were too busy reporting on on uh, grabbing pussy for yeah. uh, for literally the entire day. <laughs> it's been <laughs> they, since they Friday. Beat yeah, they beat a dead horse. What about Billy Bush, the poor guy? Ten years later, he's got to get fired. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's, that's tough. Yeah, I, I actually understand that though more more so than the tra- treating treating of Trump. I'm sorry, I do because because uh, who the audience is for the, what he works on is is that's what they have to worry about. But the Seth, network has to worry about that. Yeah, and turning I, off I those understand people. what you're saying, but yeah. 
That's 11 years ago. Who's the sneaky little fuck that takes that audio I'll tell you why. and puts it out? I'll tell you why that happened, because my brother used to work with Billy Bush, and Billy Bush is a douchebag, okay? So people don't like him. If he was nice to the people uh-huh. he worked with, that might have never been linked. Right. So, you know. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a douchebag. He's known to be one, not just for my brother. You hear that? If the people today show hate him. Mm. They put Carson Daly back on. He was like a sit in the warm-up seat. Now he's back on. Mm-hmm. So uh, Billy Bush wow. is a douche, you know? So, uh, you know. Wow. See, I believe in karma. You know, you get what's. You know, Does he go around grabbing the bush instead of the? He was egging. He was egging Trump on that whole conversation. Yeah. yeah, give he was him like, a hug. Hey, yeah. him a hug. He's a piece of shit. He was a creepy little sorry. fuck. I'm sorry yeah, to say. But what I'm saying is also, if you if going back to that conversation, and Trump is actually making light of himself too. You know, like he's making fun of himself, and that you know it didn't work. Like uh, she dissed him, like the chick dissed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know, like, that's part of guy talk. You know, sometimes. Doesn't go your way, but He's you like, like yeah, I tried, man. I couldn't get it though. Yeah, you know, well, it's like you know, it's what it is, you know. It happens That's to the just, best of us. Yeah, what happens to everyone? But as it happened to you, then you're lying, you know. Exactly. So, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because there's women that will deal with the shit, and there's women that won't take it. You know, again, there's, there's a different, different, different levels of women, just like there's different levels of men. You know, but so you think uh, you guys think Trump still has a chance to win? I do. Yeah, of course. I don't know. He's, he's, I don't know anymore. I don't know what to believe. It's anymore. tough. He's falling behind. He is and falling now he's behind. He's losing support of his own. Uh, that might actually help him, like, like you said. He's losing support of GOP, but he, he's now he's like even more of like a. Yeah, he's like fuck you. Underdog I'm do it rebel. on my own. Yeah. But you know what? I have a feeling that there's a lot of people that aren't quick to brag that they're voting for him, but yes. will. You True. know, they hate thing. her. True. Here's another thing to keep in mind: with such a corrupt system and the Clintons control, I mean, the Clintons are. Literally like a like a like a, some sort of mafia, you know. And we've already seen how they've just been able to undo wrongdoings and cover up a lot of stuff. To what degree? What is the ceiling to that? Like, to what degree do they have that kind of control? Because now I'm starting to. Oh, like the, Hillary says, they bust through the ceiling whenever you put one. So. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, can do they have the power to actually lose the election and rig it and win it? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, they I'm do. Starting, it gets to the point where I'm wondering, like. Can Trump win it even if he really wins it? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, according to the WikiLeaks, they they did Bernie Sanders horribly. Oh yeah, That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's so weird. Like, you, you might wind up with these people no matter what. And, Dude, they were arresting the mafia <laughs> with this kind of shit. It's crazy. But guess what? They both sides still are holding on to information that they're waiting for the right time to to release. I'm sure she has more dirt on him. And I'm sure they got plenty of shit on her because they didn't go- even stop talking about Benghazi yeah, in the, the, in they the probably debates. Have dirt on each other, but the problem is the media will only grab what's dirt on Trump. That's right, right. That's the whole, that's that's the whole issue. And, you, and I want to also make another example because me and Pete were talking about your base, you know. At, one, at certain point, social issues have to become secondary, and to me, they're always secondary. But you can be an offensive person and still do your job correctly. And I and I and, I, and I'm gonna I brought up the example. And me and Pete were talking about this. General George Patton, who was probably uh, who is one of the most most decorated military men in the United in the, in the history of the United States. General George Patton. I'm Absolutely. Sure you've heard of him, yep. Of course. Yeah. So. General George Patton, probably one of those decorated military men in the United States, one of the greatest generals we've had in the history, in our history. He was both in World War One and Two. So he died, actually died in Germany at the end of World War Two. But what I'm saying is, if you read about him, he's probably one of the least liked people, right? Except out in the field by his soldiers. You know what I'm saying? Like, very, said very offensive things, uh, sometimes, dare I say, racist or, or misogynist or whatever, uh, you know. But at the end of the day, he was also 
I, th- I believe he was the first general to have an all black infantry at one time. You know, there was there was pros and cons about him, and, and he probably wasn't the best guy to be around. But what I'm saying, and I'm not defending any of this, but here's what I'm saying is, sometimes, actually all the time, social issues have nothing to do with your ability to do a job. If you don't like Trump's social uh, um, social status, if you don't like him on a personal level, you don't like the way he talks to people, or you don't like the way he behaves in situations or whatnot, the fact that you can judge his ability to do his job with that, to me, shows total retardation. Total retardation. You know what I mean? Because, again... Back when social issues didn't matter much, you know, back in the you know World War II days and stuff, this guy Patton was one of the best generals we've ever we've ever come to come to have in our in, our, in the history of our military. To the point where, if you read about, where you read on him, even opposing generals and military had high, high praise for him after the war. The, one of the German generals, when they captured him and they were uh, they were. Uh, Talking to him about you know in, in the in the Nazi trials and whatnot, they are, George Pan came up. The guy just simply said, "He's the best you have. He's the best you guys have." Um, the French actually had a dinner for George Patton afterwards because uh, Harry Truman didn't really like George Patton. So after Franklin, Franklin Roosevelt, um, Patton was was invited to France for uh, for um, some kind of a dinner or whatnot. He died in Germany, I believe, right at the end of the war. But anyway, he was invited to France as a kind of dinner. Or whatnot, you know. Uh, it, it was less. He was actually less appreciated by the U.S. at the end of his tenure, you know. But um, regardless, all I'm saying is, you gotta take social issues with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, they're listen. You have to talk about them if, if they're if they're exaggerated. But they don't. They don't. They don't have an effect on the ability a person might have to lead and do a job. They shouldn't take precedence. Precedence, but... I mean, I don't even know if I'm making myself understood or if I'm wording it right. Well, Paulie, the the issue is, I talk to liberals, and the issue is, they think Trump or another Republican is going to appoint some wacky, crazy guy to be the Supreme Court, and they're going to overturn abortion, which I personally believe would never fucking happen. I think that's, that's ridiculous. Not happen. Honestly, I don't believe in abortion myself, honestly. Like, uh, I mean, when, when I saw the grid, it was it was actually scary. Like, the fucking uh, the fetus has a, a heartbeat in 22 days. It has its own blood type most of the time, separate from the mother within, like, four weeks. Like, that's scary, bro. That's actually another, another life. If, if, if there's a separate blood type, that's, a, that's another life, bro. I don't care what you're telling me. You know, but anyway, that's for opinions here and there. It's just the unfortunate thing I feel is, you know, you're going to fight for refugees, but you're not going to fight for, uh, for, for an unborn baby because the unborn baby has no, no voice, right? And, and in their opinion, he's not alive or she's not alive. It's, it has no voice. So you're not going to fight for that, but you're going to fight for refugees who might come here and kill you, might come here and, 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 and set up a, a bad situation. Not all of them, probably a small percentage, but you might, you're going to take that risk. You know what I'm saying? But you're not going to fight for the unborn baby. But regardless of that fact, I don't think that's ever going to get overturned. You know, just like people worry about nuclear war, like, oh, he's going to control the nuclear weapons. you got to be retarded if you think anybody's going to get off nuclear weapons. In this world that we live in today, if a nuclear weapon is going to get detonated, you know how it's going to get detonated? If ISIS gets their hands on one. That's Correct. It. Only if ISIS gets their hands on a nuclear weapon can this world have a, 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 a can there be a world where a nuclear bomb actually goes off. Because countries don't have military wars anymore, bro. They all have nuclear weapons. Nobody's detonating nuclear weapons. It's just too much of a disaster. You know what I mean? The only situation I could possibly think of is, like, the wacko in North Korea could maybe sell one a nuclear weapon to ISIS. You know what I'm saying? And then they do something with it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Gangnam but, Style? Okay. 
Yeah, the guy in North Korea, because he's not he's not allied to anybody, you know. So he's, he's liable to sell something to whoever gives him money, you know. So, but what I'm saying, and, and ISIS does have money, thanks to uh, countries like Hillary Clinton endorsers Saudi Arabia, for example. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know, so ISIS have money, but but you know, other than that, like there's things that these people. Like I feel like they make them up just to throw shit out there, just to uh, just to uh, try to eviscerate Trump's chances. Like he's gonna overturn abortion with the Supreme Court, or he's a nuclear bomb. Like who the fuck thinks of this shit? Like this is so far gone at this point. None of, none of that is happening. What are you talking about? Like there's actually real shit you gotta worry about, and you're worried about shit that's not gonna happen. Like it's, I don't know, it's weird to me. It's weird. Like there's no street smarts anymore. There's, people have no common sense. But God forbid you disagree with them. You're a bad person. That's the way they are. You're a bad person. And you're a racist. And you're a piece yeah. of shit. Like, I don't wish bad on anybody. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I want a fucking safe world. I want a, a, a world where, you know, we, we can go out there and all get along and whatnot. But some people don't want to get along with you. If you go to shake somebody's hand, they don't want to shake your hand. What are you going to do, bro? <laughs> you can, you got to watch your back around that person. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's the bottom line. Like, George Washington said, the best way to preserve peace is to always be prepared for war. That's it. You know, and then we talked about that last week. The, the bully's going to attack the person he feels like he can bully. He's not going to attack the person who he feels like he's going to have a tough one getting what he wants from that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's who's, the, who's the tough leader that said um, politicians are the lowest form on earth and liberal Democrats are the lowest form of politicians? Well, that was uh, General uh, Mackey. I, I, forgot his, uh, I forgot his first name. He just retired in 2013. I love that. He was that another quote. pretty controversial... He's another pretty controversial general, but uh, General Matti, I think it's M-A-T-T-I. He was a, a general in the in the military. He was also a very a very gung ho general and a general that's supposed to supposedly was very controversial. But at the end of the day, uh, did his job among the best of the generals we've had. You know, uh, mm. you know, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at this. Called, he, and he and he's, when asked about his opinion on Barack Obama, called him quote. And he's an unwiped ass. <laughs> Un unquote. Unquote. Um, poopy. Um, I'm still looking at this Bill Clinton's son story. And that he, he needed, like, proper DNA still from Bill because, like, the first test was not improper. I wish I knew that when I saw him in the hallway. Yeah. I would have fucking grabbed a piece of his hair or something, yeah. you know, and gave swab, it to him. Swab your mouth with this, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult. You know? It's definitely yeah. his kid, though. You look at it, you just, you know it's it's. You, know, yeah, it's, you can tell it's his kid when you look at it, right? Yeah, because yeah, the kid's hideous. I <laughs> was <laughs> Bill. Bill was a pimp at the end. Of, he was a pimp. I'm Doesn't mean he was good looking. Yeah. Nah, I didn't when he was young. Bill. He used to get money. The state trooper used to bring over Christmas either. presents, so it's it's pretty clear. But, but hey, Paulie, um, uh, this is a great talk on. Paulie, this is a great talk on boxing. You have anything else you want to say before we uh we try something else? <laughs> no. Well, we're going to do like two episodes? We yeah, we are. Boxing? If you have time. Uh, yeah, let's do this boxing one next. I mean, I don't. we haven't had any fights. It's crazy. You know, we had the Ricky Burns fight last week. We talked about say, that. Yeah, we're we're going to do some boxing. We're going to do some boxing. Uh, let's, let's close out this episode. Okay. We did a little bit of a rant. A little uh, bit of an hour. Yeah. Okay, we'll do a little bit of boxing. It's just me. They got to they have some fights for us, bro. They there are no fights, no work, no nothing. We had a solid hour of grabbing pussies. Yeah, grab it, grab, 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 grab. <laughs> All right, guys. I am disgusted. Hey, 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 if we offended you, don't worry. We're not making any money on the show anyway. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. That ain't my fault. <laughs> if we offended you, go get a yeah, fucking no, tissue. But you know we don't, we don't listen to us because we get our ratings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All, right, All right, later. Let's go off with the next episode.